Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln. Coming at you live from the Copples Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Nathan Brennan. That's right, I am back, and better than ever. It's always nice to get a uh, vacation. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, I feel that way anyway. It's nice to get a a vacation, kind of refresh yourself. You got some sun. You're looking good. Yeah, yeah. And I came home with a USC jersey that you can see on the Asada Heyman video stream. Very cool stuff. I went to the the spring game at the Coliseum. It was awesome. Much, much uh, highly debatable spring game there if you uh, were following spring games this past weekend. Did you get into the whole spring game arguments? Bach, I'll be entirely honest <laughs> with you. One, actually, I have two points to make off of this. One, I knew you were going to come back with a jersey, and I knew you were going to come back standing the Pac-12. Oh, yeah. So I told Nick that, and I, you're a big Pac-12 guy now. Shocker. Yes. And highly two, considering changing my favorite Pac-12 team from Arizona State to USC now. Why was it Arizona State? Herm uh, Edwards? Just back in the day. Pac-12 Herm after dark. Herm yeah, Herm Edwards, Edwards was, awesome. was pretty cool. Uh, and then the second thing is I knew you were going to talk about the spring game. No, I didn't watch the USC spring game. I have no desire to watch the USC spring game. I'll be entirely honest. It was a record how was, how was, I know. Yeah, it was what? 33,000? 33,000, yeah. We did have a uh, beat reporter for Oklahoma, though. Did you? And he talked about how they had their actual record for a spring game. What do you pretty mean sure, actual record? That was the, no, that was USC's most since like the 90s. Oh well, but when, and since they started counting, yes. Wait, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Is that are you are you serious? Yeah, that's what I believe is the is the. Uh, so that's what idea, you believe. Yeah. You got your jersey on, and yeah. then you just come throwing out numbers. No, that's what it, they said. It's a spring game record. For what it's worth, they didn't really even count me. I don't know how they got their numbers to begin with. I just kind of walked in. I don't know who they who was counting. You didn't have to pay for it. Uh no. Which was different from the Oklahoma game, the spring game, which got like seventy five thousand. You had to pay so like it, fifteen bucks a pop, which is actually kind of crazy. Yeah. So you literally just walked in. I had to get like I had to like pre register or something, but I didn't really have to like to get to get your ticket scanned on your phone. I didn't have to get my ticket scanned, so I don't know if they didn't count me or they weren't really trying to count a whole lot of people. I don't know how they just guesstimated how many people were there or something. So that's. Fraudulent program. Fraudulent, shocker. yeah. Fraudulent. I'm here to report that. Anything first and with Lincoln Riley associated, I'll go ahead and say fraudulent. Uh, how did Caleb Williams look? Did they let Caleb Williams all? looked awesome. Yeah, that was the whole the whole sales pitch. Remember, Lincoln Riley was uh, made the whole uh, the whole deal that we're not going to play t- tag out there. We're playing football, and they did. And they, they actually hit? tackle football. Their kicker hit a 55 yard field goal. That's now that I can get behind. That translates, right? That translates, and okay, yeah. I mean, they look sure. clean though. I mean, that's what it, that's coming out of it. It's like, man, that looked a lot better than Clay Helton football. Well, if we're being entirely honest, I know you're probably going to say differently now. This entire season, you're going to talk about how great the Pac-12 is, so I get to look <laughs> forward to that. So now we have you standing the SEC in Pac-12. I'm standing the ACC. So this yeah. is going to be a recipe for disaster, pretty much. But I do love the Big Ten first and foremost. And you do love the ACC. That's a good point. And I do like the ACC. The ACC is an awesome conference. I was making you watch uh, uh, Lane Stadium in Sandman before yeah. we got in here, so I, I have no regrets towards that. But um, I don't even know where I was going with this. <laughs> oh, if USC doesn't win the Pac-12, like 
if you're Lincoln Riley, you should genuinely be embarrassed. You have arguably the best quarterback in the country outside of maybe Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. Yeah, uh, maybe. Maybe. I mean, this kid's the real deal. Right. He was playing at 19 years old last year, for crying out loud. But if you're if you're Lincoln Riley, you have absolutely no excuse why you shouldn't win the Pac-12. The Pac-12 is terrible. Yeah, with Oregon down, I suppose that's probably true. They lost true. Crystal Ball. Yeah. I'm trying to think, wait, who won the Pac-12 last year? Oregon. Text line, help us out, 402-465-685. No, what? Was it Utah? Oh, yeah, Utah did. Yeah, you're right. Utah could be formidable again. Utah could be okay. <laughs> that's about that's about all you can give to that's Utah. All, like, no, I mean, yeah. let's be honest here. If you know a lot Kyle about Whittingham's Utah good, football, yeah. good for you. Well, DP does. He covered Utah DP does know a yeah. lot about Utah. I'll have to ask him. DP, no, DP's also a homer. He also said that UVA is a better program than Virginia Tech. So I have... <laughs> I take whatever DP says with a grain of salt. I learned Virginia Tech. That, I learned Virginia Tech. Okay, after, I don't know if this is this true. Is true. We're Look gonna, it up. No, yeah. no, we're gonna put <laughs> no, no, no. a note on whatever box about to say. I don't know if this is true. Virginia Tech, after they almost won the championship game in uh, nineteen ninety eight, right? Um, nineteen ninety nine, Florida State, Virginia Tech, Michael Vick. Uh, I, I think it was right after or before that game, they made a trophy case. They were going to put their national championship trophy in there, and they kept it there. They kept an empty trophy case as motivation to win a national championship until about 2014. They switched <laughs> <laughs> They switched to the ACC. It doesn't count. These were the Big East days. They thought they were going to win because they are in the Big East. We got hosed by the NCAA. That's all I'm going to say about that. Also, we got a few texts coming in. Crowbait says, Nate, slap that jersey off Bach, please. Honestly, Crowbait, like, this is going to be a dumpster fire because I'm already dealing. That's a tank. I'm already dealing. Uh, sorry, we're watching the uh, Astros and, and Rangers game, and the Astros just hit a home run. Um <laughs> No, but it, it, we already have to deal with the SEC homer. Now we're going to deal with the Pac-12 homer. It's going to be an absolute I'm not disaster. necessarily a homer. I just love college football. The Pac-12 is not good college football, Buck. You're not going to be able to change USC that. in the mid-2000s that was, was not, like peak college guess football. Guess what? And I'll say this. I've said the same thing to Nebraska fans. It's not mid-2000s anymore, unfortunately. Well, Lincoln so. Riley's out there. Caleb Williams out there. They're going to get it going again. Nah, I don't know about that. They're, all right, I'll give you this. They're better than the new Big 12. The Big 12 without Oklahoma and Texas, they're better than the new Big 12. Also, Texter says, hey, is the, how's the ACC an awesome conference? They're terrible. That's the point. You have That's why they call it Coastal Chaos. It's a different team every year because they're all <laughs> maybe 7-5, and 8-4. and four. That team's going to the ACC championship to get absolutely smacked by Clemson. So that's what makes it fun. It's you a, never it's know hard. who's going to win it. You need the powers to be good in the ACC again to get the respectability, right? You need Miami, Florida State. Miami's probably back, coming back. But, Virginia uh, Tech, too, honestly. Yeah, Virginia Tech Seriously. could be. Uh, but yeah. not this year. You don't believe no, it in no, this no, year. No. Not it'll, be, it'll be wild. But no, think about like. But if, you had Wake Forest playing Pitt. That's not a championship game. Hey, hey, you watch it. <laughs> Those are two of the best hardly... quarterbacks in the country. That's the quarterback who's going to be taken first overall, and the guy on the other side is a fifth-year junior. First Those overall? Kind of guys... uh, what do you mean no, first no, no, overall? No, no. First, first quarterback, quarterback first off quarterback the board, maybe Kenny a pick Pickett, 20. Who is comparison to Matt McGloin, which I stand by that. <laughs> That's your comparison. That's my comparison. Basically, he'll flame out. I've seen Joe Burrow comparison. But Small hands. Goodness gracious. One year of being great in college. If you, I want to have whatever that guy's drinking and smoking. If you <laughs> genuinely are comparing Kenny Pick to Joe Burrow, my God. Uh, regardless, that's why the ACC is awesome. You literally have no idea who's going to win. And I'll, I hate Miami probably more than any other college football team in the country. But um, 
peak Miami when they were good against oh, Clemson yes. against Clemson now would be a pretty cool conference championship game. Well, that's the other thing. I think Clemson's going to be back. They have like a they, crazy defensive back. line. Yeah, yeah, they had like a one-year off year. I don't think that's going to stick and, around. And so your off year is nine wins? I'd yeah. take that as an off year. They were year. the best team in the conference by the end of the year. Oh, absolutely. And again, I will take a nine-win down year any yeah. day of the week. Like, if that's what we're calling down years when you finish 22nd in the polls. But I don't know if I can buy into like – like you see the – Way too early top 25s, and uh, like North Carolina State's expected to be one of the best. We got teams Devin the Leary. 10. Devin Leary's kind of nice. Yeah, the problem I is the, Atl- the Atlantic is actually going to be pretty good this year because Wake Forest is going to be good again. The NC State has Devin Leary, and Clemson, they're Clemson. I, I would be shocked if they won less than 10 games this year. I don't know who their quarterback's going to be, though. Uh, yeah. Corey yeah. says Utah curb-stomped Oregon twice at the end of the season. That's yeah, right. they did. That's right, they did. Did Utah get snubbed from the playoff? Maybe. Not at all. Not even close. And now we have to deal with you <laughs> and your group of five nonsense, too. Well, it was. And I it, don't want to even get back into that. I'm not saying Cincinnati. I mean, but Utah had like three losses. I would rather losses. have had Utah in that college football playoff than Cincinnati. And I stand That by was that. the year Cincinnati should have got in. Out of uh, all the years, yes, that was the What do you year. think about Michigan State preseason top 10? <sighs> I've seen that, too, and I'm going, I don't. I, I like Peyton Thorne. <laughs> But I watched them against. I watched them against Ohio State. They looked like I wasn't gonna say Coastal Carolina, but they're pretty good. <laughs> Gardner Webb. <laughs> Coastal go. Carolina's got a pretty good quarterback too. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Um, I don't really know. The Big Ten. I'm worried. Is kind of falling into the SEC, and this is where we always disagree, Bach, because I think outside of Georgia and Alabama, the SEC is just another conference. Um, I, I think we're kind of flirting with the idea that outside of Ohio State and then I guess Michigan now, you're, you're, you're becoming pretty top-heavy. I mean, Nebraska's not what they've been in years past. Wisconsin is probably taking a few steps back as well. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, sure, do I think that they're going to be a top-10 team at the end of the season? I don't know. Maybe. I don't think so. Like, I would not be surprised if they were outside of the top 25 is what we're coming right. down. I mean, outside of Ohio State – I. I'm really not buy, quote unquote buying any team in the Big Ten outside of Nebraska, obviously nine and three. Well, I don't know about that, uh, but I do know. I you know when I when I look at it, I, mean, I think you can expect Wisconsin to be there. When you say they took a step down, you're saying from like ten and two to nine and three, basically. I mean, they're not yeah, really. Yeah, but but Wisconsin in years past has always kind of flirted with the playoff discussion, yeah. and I don't think they were really ever in that discussion last not year. This so that's, past year, that's what I mean by taking a step back yeah. and. Who knows what's going to happen this year? Are they still rolling with Graham Mertz? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, well, he's okay. fighting for his, well. his time there. Oh, goodness gracious. But they've never been a quarterback-centric offense. I mean, they, they've got a great running, young running they back. They all, out, I so, mean, they yeah. always have a good running back, so I understand that. I just don't know. I think, Kenny, I think Kenneth Walker is going to be a great NFL running back. I'd agree with that. I think he should be the first one off the boards, and I, I think a lot of these ratings have Brees Hall above. I mean, Brees Hall looks like he's going to be pretty solid too, but I think Kenneth Walker is the real deal, and I think he carried Michigan State uh, agree with a that. lot heavier than what people are. I mean, if I don't, I like Mel Tucker. I like signing him to a long-term extension, but he's a defensive guy, and that defense was not the reason why they were good no. last year. It was Kenneth Walker. Uh, I thought Peyton Thorne might be one of the better quarterbacks entering this in, this year, but I don't think that's a top-10 so team. So you liked the contract for Mel Tucker. I, I thought did, it yeah. was a bit much. Well, well he was going to leave. Ten years, hundred mil, or he's going to leave somewhere. Where, where was he going to go? Oh, uh, you know, uh, the LSU's were open. All the big jobs were coming up. The, the big jobs USC's. were open, but if you look at how it filtered out, who would you have taken him over someone else? Like I would have, ta- if I'm Miami, I would have taken Cristobal over yeah. Mel Tucker. 
I obviously would have taken Lincoln Riley. Right. This was before. I mean, when the Mel Brian Kelly, I'd take Brian Kelly. Well, when the Mel Tucker discussion was going on, there was no idea that Brian Kelly, uh, of all people, that Lincoln Riley were going to leave. We they thought those were cemented jobs. Right. right. And right. this past offseason right. was just crazy. It was like you'll never see. That's not a that's not that's a job that you take to go into another one. Notre Dame in in Oklahoma, those are top level jobs. Maybe only LSU and USC being above them, right? right. Uh, Alabama, you know, those sort of jobs. So that was that's when Mel Tucker was dis- was signing that. Remember, it was before um, the Ohio State game, I think, is actually when he signed it and just got waxed right afterwards. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know if, if, you if it would have played out that way, if he would have gone somewhere else. But the point is, Michigan State he has to throw out the money. Um, it's just dangerous, man. Game. It. it- Signing a guy for that long, especially in college football, you just strap yourself. You, you just get screwed. I mean, you can – Justin Fuente and Scott Frost are two pretty good examples. Yeah. And, and I think Scott Frost is going to be fine, and I think I I think that restructuring contract was was the right idea. But well, I think that's the it's hope. Still, one, but it still kind of hurts you a little bit. Oh, it uh, does. The fact that you were stuck in that position to begin with. So w- when you hire these guys, and Justin Fuente got an extension, so that's just complete nonsense outside of anything else. But w- w- when you do things like that, if you're a, a Michigan State and you expect to be towards the top of the Big Ten, maybe getting back into the playoff discussion, and Mel Tucker's not doing that for you in three or four years, you're kind of stuck. It, yeah, I mean, it's just it's, it's just but a he's, a young, he's a young, it's ten year, ninety five million dollars. Oh yeah. No, Those I agree with dangerous. you. It's Those, dangerous. That's dangerous. But you don't have much of a choice. It's either because what are you gonna do? Let Mel Tucker go and hope you get another Mel Tucker. Yeah, I mean that's the goal, right? Yeah, right. So when you have the prize possession, you got to sign him to a long term deal, and I love to see it because the Big Ten. I mean that's the Big Ten uh, money coming through. We know they're going to sign a, another huge contract with their next TV deal, um, but they already are right up there with the SEC as far as you know money per school, um, and that's what I've loved to see over the years when Nebraska joined the Big Ten. The coaches were, you know, kind of the Brady hoax, and, you know, they, they were, you're all, you know, it was okay conference, but it just has developed into this thing of just a, a, a gauntlet in the Big Ten when you're going up against these coaches. Unfortunately, Scott Frost has learned that the hard way. It doesn't have a very good yes. record against any of this gauntlet. I mean, yeah, I guess it's pretty good. P.J. Fleck, I'd say, is a pretty good example. Yeah. Too. He got paid. At Minnesota? He got paid. That'd be hard to, to just have, you know, yeah, I mean, everywhere is, is starting to be able, like, even, you know, Shiano. I mean, every, every Big Ten school – Outside of Maryland, basically has got a name when they wanted to. <laughs> they got baby Tua, though, your boy. <laughs> That's so right. He'll let him coach the team. <laughs> One of the top quarterbacks in the Big Ten, above Casey Thompson at this point. We'll no, see if Casey Thompson. No, 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 yeah. no. Don't do this to me. We'll right go now, back Bob. to the quarterback Don't do, this. Don't do this to me right now. <laughs> Don't you dare say that baby Tua Scott? is better than Casey. Well, did Thompson. you hear Scott? I mean, he's talking about a competition at quarterback. He's not giving it away to Casey. Chubba Purdy's out How there. How do you feel about that? Uh, I personally don't like it. I don't like it at all. I understand maybe through camp, but I feel like once you get into summer practice, you got to have your guy. And I get competition is healthy and all that, but it just – you brought this guy in for a reason. I mean, why, why are we going to make him angry coming in already? I mean, you're telling me – you're legitimately telling me that you brought in Casey Thompson to have him ride on the bench? I, I don't believe that for a second. Well, I'm not buying that. That's not what they did, but you don't want to just hand him the job either. I think that that's what hurt Scott Frost all these years was Adrian was his guy, and there was no getting around There's it. a little bit different, though. Adrian was recruited out of high school to come here. Yeah. Casey Thompson, you plucked from another Power 5 program to come to your school. You did the same thing with Chubba Purdy. Chubba Purdy has no experience. I mean, a little, Casey yeah. Thompson was the starter at – 
a we don't have to get in this discussion at a blue blood. Yes, Chubba Purdy was the backup for a Florida State team that won what five games last season? Like <laughs> Texas won like five games that, last season. Okay, whoa, but whoa, he whoa, started. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, yeah, I, I but he was point. a starter. Right, but yeah. he was a starter. And so if he was a backup for a five one team, we would be having a separate discussion. I just don't believe that you bring in Casey Thompson for him to ride on the bench. And I don't I, think that's the plan, but you still you make him earn it. And if he, if, if you, you watch, make him earn if you it. watch spring ball that. and you said, I, I think, you know, from you barely saw any bit of Purdy, but what you saw of him, you thought eh, it looks good. Maybe close to what Thompson's bringing. Then, yeah, extend it to the summer. Did you see what happened to Dave Aranda? He named his his starting quarterback. He had like a quarterback battle. He didn't have to. And his backup transferred. So now if, if, if their starter gets hurt. You know, they're in a much worse position I, because he's in the transfer. And point. I understand that, but I feel like you just have to have him build some confidence. I mean, I mean, get him in the huddle and, and be like, this is your team. I mean, you can't. The, the thing is, is like you can't really afford to kind of be playing around with this season. Right? I mean, if this is year one or two of this experiment, OK, we're having a quarterback competition. Guys are out on the field. We have battles going on. Like, we don't really have that luxury right now. Like you need to go in this season. You have to win football games. Who's well, going to give you the best opportunity? Casey Thompson. Get him get him some confidence. Get him in the huddle. Get him ready to go. Get him up to game speed. I don't <laughs> I just I, I really don't like the, the, the quarterback. The talk. Huh. I don't. Well, and it might be counteracting or battling kind of Mark Whipple's uh view on it, which at the very beginning right. of camp was basically why was Casey taking the number ones? Well, you know why. <laughs> you know, that was his response. It was like, yeah. like well, because he, because he was our starter. We brought me. him in for the portal. Right. He's our starter. And uh, so, you know, I, I, maybe that's just counteracting it. Uh, but I like to see, you know, the quarterback competition a little bit open. I don't think Casey's earned it. But at the same time, like you said, I mean, they went and got him a starter out of the portal. That was the whole idea behind it. But I still don't want, uh, you know, it's the classic example from the Bill Callahan days. Uh, I know we haven't got to that part of our history lessons with Bach <laughs> yet. But Joe Gans, one of our favorite quarterbacks. It's your boy. Uh, from all reports on the team, you know, from players on the team would say, hey, he won that battle with Sam Keller, but they brought Sam Keller over from Arizona State. He won right. scout team player of the year, and they went with him. And until midseason, when he got hurt, the offense was not that great. Once he got out, and by that time, you kind of knew it was the writing was on the wall, and the defense was just shellacked. It was I checked out. But Joe Gans started putting up great numbers. So I just I don't think you should necessarily – uh, promise a spot or I'm not saying promise and I, and I understand the competition and I get all that but I really don't know if it's a good idea to be making the guy that you brought in to presumably be the starter and, and, and make him angry just to start out already yeah. I don't know I, I just really don't know if that's the strategy to take here but I, I get competition I understand all that but we want Casey Thompson to be happy all right like it's the only way this is going to work this season. I mean, seriously. I mean, if we went into the season, I'd ask you: Is this going to work with Chubba Purdy or is this going to work with Casey Thompson? Ten people out of ten would probably tell you Casey Thompson. Yeah. Let's not let's not go messing with that. <laughs> but if, let's, I, if on the football field they look equal or close, I mean, I guess that's why we're not coaching. But I I don't know. I don't know what that means. Rico wrote something on there. Oh, Losmo, Logan Smothers, yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's not happening. <laughs> uh, maybe based off Rico? the spring game. Yeah, Rico's well, a big yeah, Logan yeah. Smothers guy. Is he? I actually didn't know. Uh, by the way, Grass off uh, YouTube asks, uh, "What number? Who's number ninety for USC?" That's the the jersey I'm wearing. It's really my birth year. 
Um, by the time I got oh, there, nice. it was so the spring game at the Coliseum. I forgot. I should report on that real quick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was a very cool experience. You know, I've never been to the Coliseum. They they lit the fire. It was, it was very cool. They have the Olympics there and stuff. Um, they will again. Uh, but in any case, they had this huge sale of like game worn jerseys, like shoes, cleats, like everything that would they just That's held- a game worn jersey. I believe so. <laughs> I'm not really sure. Oh, that's um, cool, actually. But they don't have the name, the numbers on the back of their. But anyway, the only reason I believe that is because the time I got there, they had like they had so many jerseys, right? And there was like thirty three thousand people there, so they expected enough. And by the time we left, there's still a lot of jerseys there. Just like in a bin. Yeah, just a bin. You go out and pick out, and then you you have to pay for it, obviously. But yeah, everything was cool. like at a discount price. Yeah, nice. it was kind of a cool spring game yeah, deal. Cool. Um, but by the time I got there. There weren't I like couldn't choose number eighteen or number eleven or anything you know like all the every had been picked through mm. so I had like a bunch of offensive lineman numbers the reason why I think that's even were, cooler well that, I, I found my birth year you, so that's pretty cool you would think that it's game worn because it's dirty and I don't think that it you is also dirty, dirty yes <laughs> uh, it's a, a bit scuffed up is the unless other yeah. unless somebody unless somebody bought it and returned it and they're like I don't like ninety anymore well and I also could have chose like a number 50. it's game worn. There was like a number fifty-seven or something with a Sun Bowl lo- like attached to it. Oh, I was like, why didn't you get why that? Why didn't you go with that? That's awesome. This is my birth year. And <laughs> I get know, the I Sun Bowl, maybe fifty-seven-one. The Sun Bowl is a really cool number. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I love offensive lineman numbers. That's a, Do you? This is a weird thing about me. Yes, I have a Quint. My one of my only Colts jerseys is a Quentin Nelson jersey, fifty-six. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're a weird guy. I, I love oh, offensive, but you're a big numbers. jersey guy. You got a lot of jerseys. I got a lot of jerseys. Yeah. I got a lot of random. See, jerseys. but, but Lonzo Ball UCLA jersey. Some That's offensive cool. lineman numbers could also be linebacker numbers, and I think that's what makes it better. That but if you're true. getting like a 74, that's just <laughs> that's offensive. Awesome. That's <laughs> offensive line. I would that's love not, number 74. That is, that's not defensive. That's offensive line. That would right be there. such a cool jersey. I but mean, the, you stick out. The good thing too is when you stick out and you have one of these numbers, is people think you know that guy, right? And you're like, oh, that must be like <laughs> the only knows the punter. The <laughs> only <laughs> reason you have that jersey is because yeah. you know him, right? Obviously. After really look, I bet there's a defensive end in the lore of USC football. No, at honestly, when I see the number 90, I think punter. So congrats, Bach. Oh, I love. <laughs> positions I love kickers and punters, big absolutely. big punter guy there. Oh yeah, you're a, did. again. You're a weird guy. Fifty five yard field goal by the way in the USC spring game. Yeah, didn't see one of Nebraska. Didn't see someone call yeah. Lane Kiffin. He probably likes that. <laughs> Never forget. Turn my mic off. Oh yeah, we better turn, <laughs> turn the mic off. There was that Sebastian Janikowski for a seventy six yard field goal into the wind. <laughs> After the game, you're done. He's fired. <laughs> I, to be honest, I it, it, that has that takes up a lot of my headspace. I, I know we, we talk about it quite a bit here, <laughs> like once cool. a week, because I just if he can be an NFL head coach and do that, just throw me out there. I mean, seriously, I mean, in Madden, I throw like when I was a kid, I'd throw a hail mary like four verts every other play. It's basically the same concept. Like you throw Lane a, Kiffin was like a coach for goal. a top fifteen team last year. I don't think he could do that in Ole Miss. I don't know. <laughs> All right. We'll take a quick break and be back here on the Ticket Water Cooler. By the way, quick teaser: Eric Strickland will be in studio here oh, yeah. on the block, and we'll be live at Mercado tomorrow. So make plans for that. But the Ticket Water Cooler will be next here on 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs> 